expect Casey to try to put a little something extra on the slider here. Sun comes out from behind the cloud, and suddenly we have sunshine covering the infield. A 1-2 pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss! He struck him out! He struck him out! He struck him out! Aggies are going to the College World Series! And howdy, welcome back to the Red Ass Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Rob White, fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2014. This is Roy May, fighting Texas Aggie Class 2015, whoop. And we are currently actually set up here at my office here in downtown Bryan, Texas, over at Texas Media Foundry, uh, trying to test out the new digs. So, new studio down here, we've been running it for a while. I had to drive all the way to Bryan. Oh darn, all about, <laughs> what, 15 minutes? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you get you get so jaded by living here, you know, because I live kind of not like not like down south by Lowe's and College Station, but I live right there by the Wings and War. Right. And you get jaded to the point where you're like, man, I gotta drive to Brian, bro. It's nine minutes. Yeah, it's like not even a thing, <laughs> like not even a problem. But yeah, no, uh, we wanted to kind of touch on a few things this week. I mean, kind of a light week for the most part, but plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about. You know, it's. Um... I, I hear. I. It, it sounds like you might have been at some baseball games. Oh, this? Well, it's a combination of two things. One is baseball, but also it's been the temperature change and my sinuses are really kicking in bad. So, uh, so unfortunately, that's the problem with this time of year. And obviously the major temperature change. Never a big, never a big thing. But I digress. Uh, opening weekend, and we've played our first game up to this point. And as, we're just going to dive into baseball, are we? Well, as of, as oh, of this recording, but I mean, um, and we can certainly touch on a few different things today, but... I mean, I think the, that's definitely a big topic of discussion for a lot of people this week. Well, yeah, no, I, I think baseball is, is a big one, um, so we may as well kind of dive into it. Because like you said, like, kind of light. Um, I know there's some stuff coming up with track and field. I know they got indoor championships. There's a lot of stuff uh, kind of on the radar that's coming up. But let's just kind of keep this to, since the last time we cast, let's chit-chat about, and especially because uh, I, I had some schedule conflicts, so we even got in a midweek game. Right. Um, so we can just kind of talk about the fact that right now we're sitting at one and three with a game tonight. Right. Uh, I saw somebody uh, on one of the boards on TechSag said something along the lines of, you know, if you'd swept Xavier and then maybe dropped the last night's game to Abilene Christian, like, that's one thing. But you went one and two to Xavier, then you dropped – one of your midweek games. Now all of a sudden you go from um, we may have a bit of an issue after the Xavier series to this is this is we have we have a problem. Yeah, I mean it's definitely still very early, and I think it's really hard to gauge a lot about this team as early as we are in the season. However, it is pretty clear right out the gate um, where this team is sitting and what the talent looks like and where the concerns are. I mean, right out the gate, we can already see that. One of the biggest things for me that I noticed has definitely been in the camp with the pitching. It sure seems to me that across all three games, with the exception of uh, Jonathan Childress' start, which he did, he did a great job, we found ourselves in less than ideal situations, um, fielding problems, uh, thing, just little issues left and right that have led to Two of the two of the losses that we've already had, which were basically based on mistakes. Yeah, well, it, it, maybe let's get this out of the way. Let's say the one bright spot so far in four games sure. uh, is going to be putting up fifteen runs. Right. Yeah, you know, but so yeah, that, that's that's my one bright spot. So, like you were saying, it's pitching, it's fielding, it, it's literally it's 
it's everything, you know, and this is this is a, a sport where you can't be good in just one thing. You've got to field well, you've got to pitch well, you've got to hit well, you've got to have good situational hitting. You don't have to have power hitting, but it is, it's all but mandatory in, in, in the game these days. Especially in the SEC. Yeah, and so, it, it, you know, you saw what happened, um, you know, with Ole Miss, uh, what were they up in... Uh, Frisco, or where were they, Arlington? I they were in Arlington. They were in Arlington. Yeah. Hey, you saw what the SEC did there, and all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, man, are we going to win a conference series? And I get it's early, and baseball is a very fickle sport. I grew up with it. I understand it. Sometimes, you know, maybe you're thinking, hey, you know, we missed a week of practice because of, of the weather. Um, you know, you saw uh, you saw the Sips go up to Arlington and have the same problem. You saw a lot of trouble throughout the big teams in Texas. I mean, A&M struggled. Texas struggled, TCU struggled, and Tech all struggled. And all three of them were supposed to be really solid this year. Right. So so you're kind of thinking maybe it's a blip. Um, the Xavier series, you, know, you at least scratch one game out, and you're like, all right, well, let's just put that in, you know, in the rear view. Let's move on to our midweek games and really get geared up to uh, to get into this weekend because, well, we got Baylor, Oklahoma, and non-conference Auburn. Right. And now all of a sudden you're thinking – well, first of all, you're like, all right, well, we need to win tonight, which yeah. would be really ideal against what we Tarleton. So here's the interesting thing. This is Tarleton's first year D1, and this will be the first time we've played them. So it's so one of those. There's just no telling. There's no telling, but we obviously, we should go out there and do what we what need to do, but at the same time, that's what I said about yesterday. Oh, when you're a program the caliber of Texas A&M, the people that you bring in the midweek are people you're supposed to beat, and we get it, and we've said this before. You're going to have a hiccup here or there, but... I'll tell you right now, if something goes wrong tonight, you're looking at possibly being one in seven when they wake up Monday morning. And that, then it's sound the alarm kind of kind of deal. Yeah. Dep- depending on how you look. I mean, if you right. go and it's all one-run games against Baylor, OU, and, and uh, Auburn, I guess you can, you know, there's something you can glean from that. But what we saw over the weekend and, and even what what you saw last night, um, it, mistakes, man. It's, it's in between the ears. And practicing or not, like, that, that can't happen. No, and it's been very, very clear that there's a lack of identity and really lack of confidence. Um, you know, we did get players that would be in pretty key spots, and we it's not that we didn't have runners in scoring position. We had a lot of runners in scoring position, particularly over the weekend with Xavier, yet we couldn't scratch the runs across in those key situations, and that comes down to lack of preparedness and i personally think just maybe lack of confidence yeah well it, 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 it i don't it, know I, I, i'm not a burn everything to the ground kind of guy no. and i try not to be when i get to that point then it's just it's beyond repair but sure. I, i'm going to tell you one thing that i'm incredibly sick of seeing and everybody out there is sick of seeing i'm sure and it's not just this year and it's not just last year this has been a, a, an incredible pattern of really since last time we went to omaha sure it's our left on base we leave a, a despicable amount of runners on base on a regular basis in our in our ineptitude to move them around the bases and bring them home. It, honestly, if you wanted to point to one massive factor that is the one consistency over the last couple of years that has just bit us over and over and over again. Lobsters. It's lobsters, man. Yeah. And it... <sighs> I, I, it's frustrating, and I'm sitting here trying not to just completely explode about it because, sure. I mean, we love baseball. And yeah, right now what we're seeing is not baseball. And I know those guys are working hard, and I'm I'm not going to pick on specific players. I, I never will. No. But I'll tell you what, man, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm almost speechless because at this point, 
and, and we, you and I talked about this offline a little bit. You know, right. if you're thinking about a coaching change, well, who do you get? Because if you're not getting an upgrade, you don't change for the sake of change. But I tell you what, if if you see what we've seen, and obviously a tiny sample, so let's you know let's watch some more baseball before we get completely crazy about this. Sure. But if we see this as a pattern over the next three weeks, right? Then then it might be changed for the sake of change. Right. And honestly, there was a really interesting little um, conversation that I had with a friend of mine a while back, but they were talking about, you know, the effects of COVID in particular last season in regards to how it's affecting this year. And I think this particular round with COVID, I think it really may have saved RC an additional year, but this year is the last year of his contract. And I'm wondering at this point, and if he realizes that. Well, and that's, and, and you know, and that's weird too, because, you know, and, and from an athletic director running an athletic department, uh, yeah. kind of you in general, not just baseball, but sure. I mean, do you ever, ever have a coach in the last year of their contract? Mm-hmm. And, and and really, honestly, not address anything. I mean, nothing's been said about it from the school. And obviously, you know, if, if they're getting rid of him, they're not going to come out and say that before the season. But we've just kind of come to the end of his contract. And, right. And, and – you know, again, and I, I will, I will say this a million times. I trust Ross Bjork. He's, he's given me every reason to trust him that he makes the right decisions. Sure. So, I mean, is he sitting there with a list in his desk, you know, in his Maybe. desk drawer that that he's just waiting for the right time to do it? And 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 again, it's also right time optics because you talk about COVID and right. and and so there's a lot more optics that go into this than just firing a coach in the middle of the season or or letting him just run through the end of his contract. You know, there are other things in this world that that make make it a, a more difficult um, kind of process for an athletic director, right. a, any sport at any sure. sport. Yeah. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm frustrated because it's the same old song and dance, man. Well, and, and, I'll, and I'll speak to the off-field frustration for me. And this, you know, this may be me just being a selfish guy. <laughs> it very well could be. But the game day experience is not the same either. Having been out to the ballpark for every game up to this point, with the exception of game two on Saturday, because I had to go do band obligations. Um, band obligations? sound like you're punching the clock. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I go out there, and I love this team, and I want to be in this stadium. I want to be up in 202 and 203 yeah. and around my people and heckling. And the thing is, we have found that we can be together in the outfield over in Aggie Alley, but it just doesn't carry the same weight. You know, it just doesn't have the same effect on the ballpark. Well, and I, and I think where you're at too, and I think there are just a lot of humans at this point is the, just a level of full-blown frustration. Oh, sure. But, but, <laughs> but the one thing that you do have to keep in mind, and this isn't going to make things better for all the people that want to be, you know, in inside Olsen and want to be in 202 and 203. I get right. that. I do, but it's not going to make anything better, but... Remember that we're still kind of in the same sporting year as we were in football. Sure. You know, so we're, we're still in the same, you know, that it's fall to spring. And, and, you know, you look around and obviously we have smaller attendances and all of it. And, and because baseball, you know, when you get outside of football, you're talking about, um, you know, the non-revenue generating sports. Sure. And so schools are obviously going to do everything they can to, to try and boost sales and get revenue in. And I and I get that, and I don't really blame them for that. You know, the athletics is a business. Um, you know, they run themselves. Um, right. And and I, I thought A&M did a good job putting the bleachers out there, out in the outfield, sure. putting the bleachers on the berms. And, and you know, they, they did what they could, uh, you know, relative to not full-blown, you know, construction. Sure. Um, but, but I get it. It's frustrating. And... But, but however, 
Right. Um, you're still looking at a baseball team that, with people in 203, could it have made a difference? Maybe. Maybe. But, but right. when you're talking about us hitting and us pitching, sure, we don't make that big of a difference. No, we really don't. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think the atmosphere does play a part. It really does. But at the same time, the atmosphere is not what makes the ball club. Tick. Right, it just right. doesn't. When 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 baseball is you know right right on that precipice, they're just trying to get right over the hump, or 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 they're really humming. You know, when the team is just they they can't be stopped. Olsen becomes this like immovable force where it adds to the quality of the club. Sure, when you're sitting at ninety five percent, it could be that extra five percent to get you over the hump. But right, but, but in most cases, yeah. But if you're not playing good baseball, the raggies aren't going to help you out much. And and that's a it's a it's a tough thing to say, but when when you combine it's it's not just the ability to get on the opposing pitcher and you know the opposing coaches sure. in the box and all this stuff, you know it's it, you know it's like at Kyle when we're on offense we wave our towels but we don't yell right when we're on defense is when we make all the noise for right. the, you know and and you know everything that we do as the twelfth man has a, has a purpose and it has its places as well sure. of course and so. Could it make a difference? Well, look, I'm gonna tell you right now, two hundred two and two hundred three make a difference. You know, the you know having the attendance and having shoulder shoulder also makes a difference. Unfortunately, we're not there, but it's not the difference that's going that would make this team right now three and one. No, no, absolutely not. And and that was not going to even come close yeah, well, to yeah. insinuating. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> but but so and I understand the frustration. I really do because sure. you know it. Everybody goes to football, right? But every yeah. sport outside of football really has its kind of core niche of people. You right. know, like you got Aggie basketball diehards, women's basketball diehards. You got basketball. You got your volleyball crowd. Soccer. I mean, you soccer. So you have the people yeah. that go to their respective sports, and they're all about it. Um, and and so to take that kind of experience away, I know it sucks, and it's oh, just yeah. one of those things where we're all frustrated. And I think what's making it worse is y'all can't be in two hundred three, and they're not winning. Right, so it's it's, just, it's like the worst of both worlds. Pile you know? on. So I will say, I did luck out today. I did get a couple of tickets up in, it's like 203 row 3. Oh, nice. So, I mean, I'm going to be at the ballpark, and I got it for free. So, you know, oh, get, you know get on that. Never complain about that. Never complain about free baseball. Um, but, yeah, and I will comment one thing I will say about Section 12. Um, this is just from a student report. And that's the outfield, right? That's, that's, that, the, that's, outfield that's the outfield seating, which is completely separated from the rest of the ballpark. Right. Stri- strictly students. Right. Uh, there are some folks that are 203 regulars that have been trying their darndest to make that work. But it's kind of grown its own little culture out there very quickly. That's cool, though. But it's, it's cool. Um, from what I'm hearing, it's not overly original, and it's kind of a lot of the same stuff continually, which happens. I mean, if they're at the ballpark, they're enjoying themselves. That's really right. all that matters. Exactly, and that's why I don't really have too much of a problem with it, especially if they get to a point where they decide they want to keep that, but keep that as an addition and not a permanent location. Because I think there's going to be plenty of students that want to go hang out and sit in the outfield. I think there's going to be students that want to go sit up in GA with 202 and 203. And I think that's a good idea to have options for that for these people. Well, yeah, and I mean, if we're going to start digging into this a little bit, but then we sure. have to start talking about um, 
you know, depending on where you are in 202 or 203 kind of defines who you are. And, and sure. it's it's gotten weird like that in Olsen kind of over the years where it's oh, like yeah. it's like battling factions of raggies and it makes <laughs> zero sense <laughs> whatsoever. It's like, it's like y'all can't get along <laughs> when we're all literally there for the same purpose. And especially 202 and 203, like y'all are all there for the exact same purpose. And that is to give hell to the opposing team. Yeah, I mean, and this is without saying any names, there have been many people that have come and gone and moved to different parts strictly based on individuals and me I've never been one of those people I just I love I love everybody that walks into that ballpark I want y'all to go out there and have a good time man so weird just enjoy it that was was happening when I was a student you know (laughs) I mean it's like you like these different pop-up you know when when we were students you you have these different pop-ups and you're like what are these guys doing over here and like it's yeah I mean well and you know what though maybe separating y'all for a season so y'all can all get along a little bit everybody, everybody breathe for a minute yeah everybody <laughs> breathe and then we'll bring y'all back together God. and we'll make you realize how great it was to be together oh man so God, God, yeah, I've missed baseball and you know I and here's the thing I will go ahead and stress this right from the beginning it does not matter how bad this season is or, or it's not if no, it's a man. good season bad season my ass is gonna be at Olson, and that's yeah. where I want to be. Yeah, because I, I love these guys. Yeah, no, there, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with like, look, man, that's you want to talk about the core of what we talk about. The twelfth man is you support your team, whether they're good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're Aggies. They're representing you know the school that you love, so yeah. that's why you're there. I, I think you're gonna see a lot of who the true t- uh, baseball fans are this year. Is that's a very real possibility. Well, and this will be really the first time in a long time that I think we've seen that challenge. Well, and somebody mentioned this, and I, I thought it was a really interesting stat. They were talking about 05-06, which were really A&M's last two not great seasons, like truly bad baseball seasons. Yeah. I mean, we've been in kind of a renaissance, maybe not so much in terms of, you know. Things like, to like, show for it. Well, well, like, she's, well you, but you know what I mean, like. Like yeah, get baseball program going to regionals, making your super regionals. Right. But you know, getting that postseason bid, we've been very consistent about making that postseason bid. Now, I mean, it's really hard to say right out the gate that we're in danger of that. But I mean, because all that really matters is getting into conference play. And if we right. figure out who our identity is through these rough early games, but all of a sudden we run through conference, then everything gets cleared up and it's fine. But we got to figure out who we are right now. Yeah, this this isn't a yeah you know, this isn't a, a fire childers and and do this and do that. This no. is a this club needs to figure it out, and they're not going to get it figured out before this weekend. But tonight would go a long way in trying to figure something out. Right. They you know tonight's one of those you know midweek games where you I mean you need to see you know the fifteen to two kind of score. You need to see all kinds of guys getting into play. Right. Um, and, and you need to see all, you know, the pitchers that come through have, you know, pos- you know net positive, you know, lines when, when, right. they, when they come off the bump. So, um, I mean, you hate to put a whole lot of stock in early baseball games and you hate to put a whole lot of stock in midweek games, but tonight's kind of important knowing the weekend that, that that's that's on the horizon. So. so, so I mean, we love our boys and obviously we really hope that things turn around, but, um, <laughs> but, that, but that's where we're at right now. Yeah, we, well, Look, after this after this weekend, it might be time for some live chickens. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Certainly, no buckets of KSC around here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on uh, slightly more positive news, we did want to do kind of a rundown 
of other things that have been going around Aggieland. Um, yeah, and and the most positive thing in Aggieland, uh, well, sports, well, sports wise, it's kind of a tie because this track is so good. The track uh-huh. is so good. Um, uh, but uh, women's basketball, yes, uh, obviously, finally got up to into the one seed bracket, which we had been banging that drum for a while, and you know, and you just kept looking at, it, and finally the committee came out and said, you know, they rewarded for playing games. You know, right. you're going to get rewarded for the games that you play, which. Wow, what a concept! Um, so they're what they're ranked third, mm-hmm. and they've got a trip uh, tomorrow night to South Carolina. Well, no, we host South Carolina. Uh, oh no, excuse me. Tomorrow, no, tomorrow night is Bama, right? is Bama. I'm right. sorry, yeah, tomorrow night is Bama. Right. Um, and that's one of those where you know you have Carolina coming. Sure. Um, so you, you're hoping they don't look past it, but I mean, at this point, you're looking at this this ball club, and you're like, I mean. They haven't looked past anything. Well, and that's a big game. Gary, Gary's got them locked in, man. Right, and that and that right there. I mean, yeah, I have you know part of my ignorance on that, but winning that game would secure like an SEC regular season title, right? Uh, I don't know. South, I'll have to look up the the standings. I don't know South Carolina's um, conference record because we've got the one drop to LSU. Right, and but, which we did avenge. Right, good. right, but. Man, women's basketball is absolutely flying right now. So you're looking at, you know, the reality of, and, um, you know, again, remember the women's tournaments run a little bit different than the men's. Now, I don't know how they're doing it, you know, right. obviously because of COVID. But if they choose to, to stick with the format, that means you get to host host. You know, right. it's not like you're just a one seed. Like, you get to host at Reed. Right. Um, so, but again, get with COVID, they might go full bubble. Um, I know the men were talking about doing the full bubble, so it sure. would not surprise me. Same governing body if, if they do that, but uh, I mean, you're you're looking at one of the best programs in the nation, right? Um, one of well, one of the best teams in the nation, and what has been really one of the best programs. You know, right. my hiccup here or there, um, but I think what's been the most exciting to see, and and, and all of us saw Kennedy Carter, and she was uh, just. An unbelievable talent, you know, to mm-hmm. see her, even watch her on TV, but to see her play in person, it was just so, it was right. amazing to watch her play. It's the way she could control a game. But, you know, as opposed to where it was, you know, live and die by Kennedy Carter, man, this right. team is just a team. You know, they grind and they grind and they grind. And, and so, uh, you don't, you don't expect, um, you don't expect them to, to stub their toe in, in, in Tuscaloosa. No. I just, you're looking at a record right now uh, where a and sitting at 20-1, and 11-1 in conference. Meanwhile, South Carolina is currently 18-3. and They're 13-1 in conference. Right. A&M's won eight, uh, uh, eight straight. Right. Um, uh, and what, eight straight in the SEC or just eight straight? Yeah, it's yeah, going to be all-conference play. And, and they have won the most ranked matchups of anybody. Yeah, okay, so i got to pull that uh, off the 12th, uh, off 12th man. Um, so we've already got a double bye in the SEC tournament. But um, so if we beat Bama, then the South Carolina game is for the title. Right. So um, how exciting is that? That's so cool. And so, I mean, I have no idea what you guys are really up to. On I mean, it's, it's Saturday or is it Sunday? Uh, the South Carolina game is Sunday. All right. So Sunday, guys, you know, get your butt to read. Dude, we, we should hit 100% capacity of whatever percent we're at. Wait, it's 25%? Yeah, it's is that 25%. where we're still at? Yeah. We should be at 25% capacity in reading. There's there's no excuse for it. So on Sunday, if you can make it out there, 
Um, man, go support go support the ladies. They're they're a blast to watch, and they're you literally have one of the best teams in the country in your backyard. Right. I mean, it's gonna be a great weekend. Um, A and M's currently ranked ahead of them now. I think I know I baseball's out of town. Yeah, baseball's out of town. I mean, I'll be I'll be there in Round Rock on Saturday, but um, but yeah, definitely if you guys can make it out there on Sunday, make it happen, guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to be. I don't know. If, I don't know. I got to ask my wife. I don't know what I'm doing on Sunday. <laughs> but I'm but not, I, I tell not, you right now, like if we're available, we're absolutely going. Right, and that, that's I'm in the same boat. If I can get in, I'll get there. But I mean, that was definitely a fun little bit. Um, Aggie women's soccer kicked off their spring slate, and they took down uh, University of North Texas. Uh, that was their that was their last um, scrimmage. That, yeah. that was yeah, that was the final one. That yeah, they beat North Texas. Barbara Olivieri again. She's unreal to watch she's so fun yeah um so again you know coach g just he, he just reloads he has a know. machine <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's it's it's such a, a it's such a great program um and so you know aggie women's soccer is always uh, always fun to watch just because you know that he's recruiting you know the top uh top athletes in the in the nation come come to a&m because that's the right. program that he's built and we talk about coaching and i was thinking about this on the way over here um, and especially, you know, with, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, about three weeks ago, y'all, everything with the stock market, and people are still kind of buzzing about it. Right. And, stuff. and I kind of thought about how A&M has always approached um, their head coaches. Sure. Just uh, across the athletic department. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, look look down the road, look 90 miles down the road and what they've done with their football program. You know, four-year, four-year, because you, know, you got rid of Mac, you hired um, Chuck. Wow. Yeah, you hired, hired, hired Chuck. Got rid of Chuck, hired Tom, got rid of Tom, hired Sark. And, right. and so at the pace they're going, they're, you can make money being a day trader kind of pump and dump guy, you know, right. in, the, in the stocks. Um, you really, really have to know what you're doing and you have to pay attention to so much more than just, you know, uh, just the price. You know, there, there are so many aspects in it. And you know, when you get into this habit as an athletic program, uh, or athletic department of, of, of just shit canning your coaches every four years. Right. Um, you know, the likelihood of you hitting on something big, you know, hitting that Apple stock, you know, in the eighties or, you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, the, the, the likelihood of you, of you getting to the point where you're making good decisions is, is highly unlikely. You know, right. a lot of this stuff is long-term man. You know, you'll hear people talk about, you know, we should have, fired this coach you know a couple years before than we did we should have fired you know this guy a couple years before than he did right um you know a&m plays this incredibly long game if you look at all the coaches that we have right now so you got our season is what 16th year yeah I right. think 15 or 16 we signed jimbo to a 10-year deal all right uh we've got uh coach g who's at, what 23rd or 24th year he's been rolling yeah um uh you have uh joe over at softball She's been there forever too. Yeah, so um, Gary's been here forever. Yeah, uh, you know, our basketball program. Um, I mean, if you look back, you know, we had, uh, you know, maybe the Kennedy era. Maybe we could have cut it loose, you know, an earlier a year earlier than we did. Maybe. Uh, you know, we yeah. had some coaches leave. Our basketball program is weird, just because you know men's basketball is. 
always been just such a question mark at Texas A&M. Uh, well, not always. For a long time, we just sucked. Right. Um, but, <laughs> Fair. But, you know, we went and hired Buzz. This isn't something that, you know, Pat's worked to get to a better coach. So we're starting to lay this groundwork for having really kind of these retirement fund type stocks, right? Mm-hmm. And, and these are the coaches that we're putting in place. And but on the flip side, you look at the stock of coaches that have been here for a while. You know, we, we did replace the volleyball coach. She'd been here as long as Coach G, but we got to a point where it was time. It, it was time. We we, yeah. we we hit the wall as a program, and the program wasn't you know ma- making that really truly next step in the program that not only is in you know season success, but is in the you know with the ability to build on that season success to continue to take steps forward. Right. Um, and and you're starting to. I mean. These are the questions you got to start asking. You know, start asking. You know, and and you know, this is never a, just like I'm never going to personally attack um, players. I, I won't even name players if they make mistakes. Sure, that's, that's they're they're college kids, um, and they represent the university. You know, coaches get paid for what they do, though. Sure. Um, but I'm never going to personally attack a coach. I mean, unless yeah. it's just unless it's obvious, and you know, you made national news, then you're going to get you know. Oh I'll, yeah. I'll, no, I'll read you to riot act. I'm about to say you, you pull off a, like a like but, Bo Pelini or something. Yeah. You know, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. You want to be a you want to be a meathead? We can talk. But um, but man, Rob is just he's such a phenomenal dude. I agree. I, I've 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 enjoyed getting to know him, um, and all the interactions that I've had with him. But unfortunately, you have to take feelings out of it. And you know, Rob being a nice guy, but where we are. You know, those are decisions that, that Raj Moore gets paid to make. And so you look at the coaches that we have and what we expect out of those programs. Like Bird, mm-hmm. I, I think we expect her to be here a long time and build a championship program, which, by the way, she's doing. I mean, she did, she's done a great job just I think she's doing things. I think yeah. she's doing things way faster than we even thought she would. Yeah, no, I figured Bird was going to be a solid hire, and she's done a great job. She, so she was a huge hire, to be honest. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously we've seen a lot of long track coaches here at A&M, and that's not a bad thing um, with a program like baseball. And what it is, which is a non-major revenue sport. I mean, yes, baseball makes money, but you got to look across the street to see what's really making money. And so it's and that's, – And that's basically everywhere. That's I, everywhere. I, I'd yeah. be really surprised to see a, a D1 baseball program that's, like, profitable and i don't give me like they made a, you know they were in the black well what a thousand dollars that's not well and, and the thing is there i think there was a couple of years ago and you know correct me if i'm wrong on this but there, a couple of years ago there were like two programs in the nation that were in the black and that was lsu and a&m and you know so it happens every once in a while but it's not a sustainable model and that's but okay not, like we all yeah. understand that you know volley, volleyball is i mean even if even if you, Man, even if you're killing it and you're selling out Reed for, I mean, I'm say, you're you're killing that money on the lights and keeping that keeping yeah, the doors open, and, and that's I mean, nobody cares about that. We understand where it gets to that. Um, I just, you know, what's important is that we're every program that we have is an integral part to the athletic department being successful. I agree, and and that's where you, I mean, you have to make the hard decisions. Um, you know, and and I mean. I mean, do the in volleyball. That's a tough decision. She and Coach D have been there forever, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but you know, Coach D's putting pennants and, and trophies up on the wall and in the cases, and and volleyball wasn't. And, and they're tough decisions that have to be made. And and right. that's that's going to come to Olson. You know, coming to a ballpark near you. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't think it's going to happen. You know, I, I don't think firing a, a, a coach means. I mean, unless we just completely shit the bed. But I, yeah, I mean, I don't anticipate any any head changes 
uh, until after the season's over. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one other thing we forgot to talk about, softball. And sure. remember we did that thing with Gray, and, and Gray was uh, – um, he was trying to be nice kind, oh, yeah. of, kind of for our preview just because, you know, the SEC and softball is ridiculous as well. Right. But, yeah, the girls are 3-2. Right. Um, they've got uh, they've got one of their invitationals this weekend here. Right. So 26th, 27th, 28th. Um, so uh, Aggie Invitational, Aggie Classic. I know they have a handful of them. I can't remember. This is the... Yeah, what's uh, this one? Yeah, which one's this, this one called? I don't even remember. They already did the Classic. They already did the Invitational. I don't know. But they're having a bunch of games, right? So right. <laughs> they said 26th, uh, 27th, 28th. They've got... Um, Tulsa. Yeah, they've got uh, Tulsa, all three. Yep. Oh, so, oh, maybe just regular oh, maybe, series. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, they already did the invitational. I'm sorry, that was last week. Okay, so, um, man, you know, get out to the diamond too. You know, if, if you yeah. haven't been to an Aggie softball game, you absolutely should go because our facilities are completely off the wall now. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was such a massive upgrade from what we previously had. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, we've always had a great program in the old stadium. Uh, definitely, I mean, like I said, it's just like old Olson. You know, it was. A nice. It was it was nostalgic and nostalgic, awesome, and exactly. it so desperately needed to be fixed. Yeah, no, it just it wasn't what it needed to be. And it, and just like we're saying, everything else as an athletic department, you know, you you got to move forward, and that includes facilities because it's an arms race, and it's an arms race in every sport, not just the revenue producing sport of football. Right. So that's kind of just around Aggieland to an extent, um, or just around the athletic department. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was hoping that we would be able to avoid spending an hour talking about football. Um, but uh, I know some people as asked a couple of things uh, on Twitter because you put some stuff out that we were going to Yeah, no, we can definitely jump into that. So one of the questions, I can't remember who it was, he asked, uh, do we think A&M men's basketball team is going to play again? Yeah, that was Ryan, Ryan uh, Perez. Uh, yeah. lo- love Ryan. Uh, but yeah, he uh, of course he said twenty twenty and uh, well yeah twenty twenty is done. But twenty twenty one season. Yes, yeah. no, uh, man, it's tough to say because I mean they just it, it's funny he mentioned that because we just had the next game canceled again, our road game up at Missouri. Well, not canceled but postponed. Well, and and I was listening to radio uh, yesterday more than more before something like that. And like, at what point did we go from stop calling these things postponed? Yeah, you know, I mean, like we're getting so close to you're the running, end. you're running out of calendar to make these things up. So, but yeah, I think I think the men play again, um, but I think it's not until the tournament. Sure. Um, so, uh, but I, I think we'll see a little more basketball. I don't think we'll see any more men's games at Reed. Probably not. Um, not at this point. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you're talking about last week of the season, basically. Um, so yeah, I, I think the men you'll you'll see them at the SEC tournament and. You hope to hell that mm. all this time off was a good thing. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, this it's been a tough year for for Buzz. Um, yeah, you know, you had a what a, a tra- uh, an opt out and a transfer, and you know, and we've talked about before in basketball. You know, two guys can make a team. Honestly, you know, at the college level, if you've got a, a lights out shooter and you know mm-hmm. somebody that can really uh, just live to penetrate, or 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 you've really got that true big man down down right. low who's a dominating presence. So. You know, no. this is one of those reload kind of years as far as, you know, what you're expecting out of them. Just just reload for next year. You mm-hmm. know, if they, if they, man, if they can make a run in the SEC tournament, it'd, it'd be quite the story because mm-hmm. um, they've had some time off. Mm-hmm. So. Well, John did ask, you know, what were our kind of sustains and proves for baseball. We pretty much covered that. I mean, yeah, my sustain, sustain not much. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is my sustain. 
scoring 15 runs. So keep doing that. The list of improves is long and distinguished. Yeah. Yeah, so is your whatever, right? It's like, it, I, I love Top Gun too, man. Great movie. No, it's... Man, yeah, there's... <laughs> seriously, I could write a 20-page essay on that. Um, it, you know, it's, it's just all around. And, and that's the thing. I, I think, um, you know, those guys in the clubhouse are... They're going to look at each other and they're going to talk and they're, they're going to have to you know, have some conversation figure some stuff out. Like you're talking, you know, one, it's just... Uh, yeah, what's your identity? What kind of ball club are you trying to be? You know, yeah, you know, how are you approaching games? And, and what's, what what do y'all do? You know, what is Aggie baseball this year? Yeah, and, and, and who will we be? Yeah, and and then on then on the other side, it's it's going to have to be accountability. And and I again, you know, we're four games in, but we're on the way wrong side of four games in at one and three. Yeah, we are. So this is where you're hoping to see some leaders step up and step up quickly. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it's going to have to come down to, you know, which seniors and returning grad students are going to take those leadership roles. And I think uh, it's really going to be which freshmen decide they're going to step up and be studs. Um, You know, and the transfers that came in, are they going to make an impact? We'll see. It's a lot of, a lot of question marks. Well, and, and right now, um, I, every position is open. Yeah. Every single one. Because I, I don't think we can really nail down anybody who, after four games, we've been, yeah, but he's been a bright spot. Because we, we just haven't. We've had some we've had some guys with bright spots. Right. But over four games, we haven't seen anybody show that they're who we expect them to be. Sure. Yeah. And that and even on the mound. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we boy, we have spiked a lot of balls. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it, it's just, it's a tough tough place to be in and it's not a place I like to be in as a fan no uh, nobody likes it nobody likes being there but, no. it's, but at the same time you know it's like we've it's a weird place to be because as an A&M baseball fan I don't think I've ever been at this point I think the closest we ever really were was like our first year in the SEC like that 2013 when like I think we got the doors blown off of us at home by Mississippi State I think the final was like 18 to 4 or something like that and it was just like at that point you realized, man, the game has to change because we're no longer playing small ball. Small ball doesn't work here. Right. Well, it, but again, yeah, you're talking about a game or a series, and when you go back and what do you say? It was like oh five oh six really. So I mean, you sure. haven't been in this situation. No, this yeah, is this is unique. You, to you, me. Yeah, you've never seen Aggie baseball start the season off looking like a pile of steam shit no it's it's you know it's unfortunate it's 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 weird honestly yeah. like it i mean even people that have watched aggie baseball for years and seen the ups and downs it's it's been so long that it's weird you know it weird. i it's it, i've it's just one of those things where you know you go back and you're like you know when's you don't want to be looking up stats when's the last time aggie baseball started one and three was the last time they dropped an opening series was the last time they lost their first you know so you're asking some questions that it's been so long like nobody knows all right it's not a good place to be. And it, as much as, obviously, we're not a fan of it, you know the players don't want to be there either. Oh, players are pissed, but it's okay. Yeah. But, so, let's see what these guys are made of, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm hoping that last night was definitely a wake-up call. But, like I said, it's... If, it's it, really- if, it, if the Xavier series wasn't, last night had to be. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I mean, and again, it's baseball. It's baseball. You know, it... Sometimes you, you just, win. Sometimes you lose, sometimes it rains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, you know, none of us are rooting for failure. That's for damn sure. No, um, not not at all. Uh, I want to see these guys turn around. I want to see them go out tonight and have a great game. I want to see the pitchers, you know, look on top of their game. I want to see control. I want to see right. good, decisive 
um, good size of uh, pitching. I want to see, um, you know, a confidence at the plate. And I, and I want to see RC go out there and earn an extension. I want that. Yeah. I want the boys to come in. He ain't getting fired tonight. He ain't getting extended tonight. No. You know, it, I want to see Rob and crew go out there and earn this. It, it's going to take some coaching. It's going to take some coaching. No doubt. It is. So, yeah, that's, I Fun mean. Fun times. Yeah. Fun times. Well, but, but again, it's, I, I, I keep going back to the fact that as a program, this isn't who we are. No. So, and those guys are in that clubhouse and they see those pictures and those murals and they see all that stuff on the wall and they know what Aggie baseball is as a program. So I have confidence that they're, they're going to get it together. I, 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 you know, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to go to Omaha or anything, but you know what, I think what we've seen over the last four games isn't what this team is. And, and it's not what they could be. Right. Yeah. Well, obviously the talent is there. The, the, so if the yes. talent is there, the potential is there. But it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take the players doing some soul searching and some and, and asking themselves some tough questions, and yeah. it's gonna take the coaches earning earning really earning that paycheck and really digging deep and mm-hmm. and finding the root of it. That's what we pay them for. It's what we pay coaches to do is to, is to find out what the problem was and and fix it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm at a point right now. Where it's just you know one game at a time, man. One game at a time. That's all we got. There's no, no sense in worrying about old Miss right now. No, <laughs> no, that that's plenty so, down the road. But but what you want to see. Um, and, and so this this kind of reminds me we were we were talking about this a couple of nights ago. So driving home from Cameron, we were at Cameron Yo for my daughter's playoff game. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd never been to that high school. How'd that know? go? Uh, they won. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got another game tonight. So this podcast might be a little short because I got to drive to uh, Rocktail. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. Rocktail. Yeah. Well, so much further or shorter. <laughs> yeah, right. Depending which way you're going. Um, <laughs> but you know they had so in between the season and. Um, and the playoffs, they had three practice games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just schools that were willing to play, uh, you know, get more. You know, obviously it, it helps everybody, even you know, and getting ready for playoffs. And, and they had three practice games, and the first two games uh, they they got beat, and mm. one of them won real close. Right. <laughs> it, just, it was ugly. And then the third game they go out, and uh, and this practice game was at home, so I so I you know I, I went over to Consolidated and watched, and and they won, and they played really well, and they won convincingly. And then they went to the playoffs in the first game. Uh, they won. Uh, and, and this one was weird because uh, we ended up having to travel to the school that we were playing because they couldn't figure out a location. And so it ended up being an away game, like in a true home game for this other team. They went on the road in the playoffs and won. Nice. And then we went to Cameron and won. And you think about it, you know, there's three practice games. You know, if you win the first two and lose the third one and then you head into the playoffs. Maybe it's some doubt. Maybe there's some doubt, but you lost those first two. But that last one you played so well, and you have that as your last memory heading into the playoffs. And, you know, you have success. Uh, you know, success breeds success, right? Yeah. And so they won that game, and they go into the first playoff game coming off a win, right? So mm-hmm. it's in between the ears, that's great, you know. Oh, yeah. um, so you head in and you win. And, all right, all right, we're playing good ball now. We won two. And then you go into to Monday night in Cameron, and they go and – I mean, the other team didn't get to double digits till there was like two minutes left in the first half. Right. All right. I mean, it was just it was a convincing win. Yeah, they got down three to nothing at the beginning of the game, and then it was just wire to wire. You know, once it, once they got a, you know, once they passed the, the other team, they were they were they were gone. It's that confidence. It's it's the team confidence. So, you know, are these guys going to be able to look at that Xavier series and the game last night as in the past? There's nothing we can do about it. Wash your hands. We, we yeah we need we need to win tonight. So put on a clean jersey. Put on some clean socks. Because um, there ain't no traditional uh, or superstition bringing socks over from the last couple of games. No. Everything they wore, I hope, is burned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but heading to tonight, 
tonight is the only game that matters. And Rob says this a lot, and and he's and he's right. The only game that matters is the one in front of us. That's right. You know, and so get tonight in, play a play a good game. Look like look look like a baseball team worthy of wearing the Texas A and M jersey and being out on the diamond. Yeah. You know, and and not to say that those guys are trash. I'm not saying that. No. But what I'm saying is go put in a performance like Texas A&M Texas puts in on midweek games. Just go do it. And then you had that in your pocket heading into the weekend. Right. Yeah, you had that conference like, okay, we just, you know, maybe it was the ice. Maybe it was us missing practices. Maybe maybe that's really what it was. And, you know, they're able to push that, you know, that Xavier series and Abilene Christian game, they're able to push it further and further and further from their minds as they build more and more success. Right. And so, you know, just go out and play a good baseball game tonight. And that's all you can ask him to do. That's all, and that's all we will ask him to do. So, uh, yeah, pretty much kind of hit the hit, nail on the head for what we were looking for this week. Um, yeah, just kind, of, just kind of a wrap-up. You know, I, sure. I, it's, I mean, it's been hectic. I had a playoff game Monday, got a playoff game. I had, I've had uh, Army um, Microsoft Teams meetings. I've had Zoom meetings over the last three days. And just like everybody else, I think everybody's still playing catch-up from, you know, the ice storm. Oh, same um, same with us here, man. We we weren't in the office until Friday, so yeah. So it's yeah, everybody's playing catch up, um, but yeah, you know, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, and uh, this it just kind of got thrown together. It was this one's on on me. Just my schedule kept getting all jacked up. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know we'll we'll be back at it on Monday. And if this works out well and we can do it here, I'd, I'd be willing to bet like sound quality might be a little bit better. Yeah, no, it's it's a solid studio. We like it. Um, see if we can't get our boy. Uh, uh, our boy Kyle, see if he can't get us a nice little intro. That might be the beginning of this one, may not be. But. Oh, yeah, right on. So, um, uh, hopefully we can get him to maybe work something up tomorrow, and yeah. we'll go from there. But, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, just play our game tonight, so go Consolidated Lady Tigers, and um, yeah. who are we playing? I should know this. Hendrickson? <laughs> Hendrickson. They're from Pflugerville. Pflugerville? Yeah, they're the, the second... A team from Pflugerville that we played now. The go. one we played on Monday was Weiss, Weiss Pflugerville. I don't know. Okay. Nice. Go I get just, them. I, all I know about Pflugerville is it starts with a P. That's um, right. <laughs> and, I, and I know generally that it's around Austin. Yep. That's safe, <laughs> safe, safe answers there. But uh, it is in it is in Texas. Um, yep. But you got anything coming up with the band? Oh, uh, not sure yet. Uh, Jordan's got some stuff coming up in March. Um, yeah, he needs a new bass player. Yeah, he needs a new and bass player. He needs a, he needs a new bass yeah. player after I just I tell people that Fuego was uh, Rob slandered Fuego, and I think he's been canceled. <laughs> I think I got canceled um, pretty he, yeah, good. Yeah, the stuff going around. You know, was the most overrated restaurant in in College Station. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I've been there so many times, and I can't tell you how many times I've gotten there, taking forever to get my food. And then I get it, and I'm just like, okay, I could have gotten this literally down the road. See, in way less time. And and this is where, um, you know, learning a little diplomacy for two years as a yell leader. You notice I didn't answer that question. On I noticed that's fair. I get to the point where, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with the lanes and the canes argument, right? I mean, people just love to complain. And well, well, oh, I think people, other. I think people love to argue more. Like, they're like to both complain. just whatever fried chicken. Go get you some. You know that? Yeah, that's that would probably be a phenomenal thesis for like a like sociology guy or, or, or you know something like that. Yeah, you know, do people prefer to argue or complain? Because I, because a great question. Because <laughs> and, and here's your title. You know, I'm going to give you the work for it. The title is people love to be miserable, but how? Right. Because I've come to the conclusion on social media, and, you know, we had all that time to sit around, and so everybody had the time to sit around social media. Right. Which, you know, danger, danger. That should have been sirens going off. Oh, sure. And just, oh, man, people are just doo-doo. 
Um, it's like, was it so-and-so's fault? Is it climate change's fault? Like, uh, what is the question? Just, and we are not a political podcast. Yeah, However, people ask, and well, and just people getting mad about everything. Yeah, oh, I know. And we're mad about the weather. We're mad about what went on. And, yeah, I mean, I said a couple things about what was going on, but, you know, I, I didn't address anything about Fuego. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll talk yeah. trash about Urcop before I'll talk <laughs> shit about Fuego. Yeah, let's not get into I can, I can drink Fuego uh, uh, queso. Uh, that, well, that, no, that, Fuego, that is a fact. I will give you that. Fuego queso top notch. If they would sell but, it by the bucket, I would straight up buy it. Yeah, you know, I'd skip the line, just go get the queso. Don't worry about the rest of it. I, I, <laughs> I should contact them see if I can get a bucket of queso. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, restaurants humming along. We got some construction over there, so if you're trying to get into Good Bull to grab some uh, lunch any day, uh, I guess this week, uh, just kind of come in the back way. Sure. Uh, just cut through Southgate. You know, we've got the uh, we moved uh, our our Wednesday specials now to loaded Mac Bowl. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you know you can put whatever barbecue you want, put it in with your mac. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to try that. Um, yeah, potatoes are every day. Ribs are uh, uh, ribs are on the weekends now because we had so many people asking for them on the weekends. So actually, we just have ribs on Fridays and Saturdays. Nice. Every Friday, every Saturday, we have ribs. Okay. Now, if you show up late, we may not have ribs, but we had them at one but point. But get there early enough. Yeah, you at, don't want to at one point that. we had ribs. Yeah. And uh, not starting this weekend, but the following weekend, um, uh, we'll start doing the stuff for baseball. We do the smoked chili dogs. Nice. Um, That'll be cool. So we'll put that out. But other than that, man, just everything's kind of poking along. I, just, yeah. I, uh, I right before here, I was on a, a call, um, or a Zoom, excuse me, because yeah, now I'm calling Zoom calls, a, a Zoom call, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, but uh, I, uh, Jana, speaking of, yeah, uh, nominated me to um, to be considered for this kind of thing they're doing for A and M, just talking about you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, stories of A and M, and you know, it's kind of like recruiting type type stuff. Sure. And so, uh, so I, I I'm gonna end up being able to, to to be you know be part of that and and help out you know bringing people to A and M. So that, that's exciting for me. That's um, really cool. I, I well, I tell you know, the people were asking me like, you know, how do you feel about doing it, dude? Anytime I can, you know, pump up Texas A and M as a university, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to do it. I feel that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so a couple more times when yeah. I'm gonna have to start charging, yeah, exactly. All right, so we're pretty much wrapping up here at this point, but uh, make sure to follow us on our socials. It's uh, Roy May 15 on Twitter yep. and Rob the Slapper on Twitter. I changed up the handle today. Oh my, it's like it just it was time to refresh it a little bit. So, um, Rob the Slapper. And if you have to ask the question, you don't need to be asking. So that's where we're at at that point. But, hey, guys, we really do appreciate you guys coming out and uh, listening to us today. Be sure to share it. And, of course, give it, if you're listening to it on iTunes, we give it give it a five-star review because uh, that's going to really get us a lot of additional exposure. and It's going to really boost it up. And, of course, guys, if you have any questions for us, uh, feel free to holler. You got any, let us know. Yeah, and if you got any guests you'd like us to bring on, like Aggie Athletes, um, yeah, I, uh, between, got connections. Yeah, between the two of us, we, you know, we know enough people where we can we can probably get some guys in on, on the cast. So if there's any any former athletes, no, we, we, I won't do current. Um, I, I don't no, wanna, and, I'm and, not going to mess with current students. I, I have right. to go through the university and even ask for them, but we ain't doing that. We ain't doing um, that. But any any players, former players, any sport, uh, uh, or even coach, if, if you'd like to, us to have us, uh, have them on, you know, let us know, and, and we'll see if we can't track them down. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, uh, it's been a real pleasure. This has been the Red Ass Podcast. And what did you have? I, yeah, I know. I always, you know, I'm like, hey, it's time to wrap it up. But, but wait. But wait. Um, there's more. And uh, with it getting warmer, we may um, go back and do some uh, T-shirts and shorts and kind of put those back out. Perfect. Um, so we might look into that with the weather. 
Yo, it's it's late February. It's about time for summer. So well, yeah, no kidding. I mean, we hit eighty today. I know. Yeah, you know, um, after being sub sub freezing last week. Yeah, I, I'm a thrill. I, I love the heat. I'm down with it. So, but yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I got to cut in. So you're but good. If you, but if you guys would would like us to put merchandise uh, out, you know, let us know, and and we'll we'll kind of run that line and and tweak some stuff and see what we can come up with. Yeah, if you see something you want to have. On a shirt, let us know. Unless it's university licensed, then we're screwed. Yes, yes. So we won't do that. So anyway, hey guys, it has been the Red Ass Podcast. Thanks, Gigum, and you'll never walk alone. Oh, uh, c- come on, you irons. Go to read on Sunday, Gigum. Go. Oh.